Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad that you're here. Today has been a really long day already. Um, my voice is kind of going on me, so hopefully I can get through recording this today and get it published there for you. I've been up since 3.30 this morning, just brain clicked on and I don't know, apparently that was it. But my brain started essentially writing the show and kind of telling me what to talk about, which was kind of weird. But once I wake up at a certain point between about 3 and 4 a.m., I'm up. And so I stopped fighting it, went out to the living room and just started writing away on my thoughts and kind of what was running through my brain at the time. So here's what here's what woke me up at 3.30 today. I, uh, I had read a story in USA Today, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, um, that they arrested three people in connection with the Twitter hacking that happened where, you know, it hit Biden and um, I think it was Apple and Bill Gates and hit everybody. Um, and one of them was a 17-year-old. And uh, they were from Florida, Tampa or something down there. And uh, the first thing that came to my mind is this sounds like the movie Hackers. I don't know if any of you have seen this movie. Uh, it was from 1995-ish, I believe. Um, had Angelina Jolie and her first husband, Johnny Lee Miller. Their big thing, hack the planet, you know, take down the corporate bad guy. Um, it just really had me thinking about the movie Hackers. And actually, now I want to go watch it again because it's been a while. But, uh, you know, to think that a 17-year-old is considered a mastermind, they've got to be a pretty smart kid. So hopefully, they're able to straighten their life around and use their extreme knowledge and gift because that's what it is if you're doing things like that. it's There's a gift in there. Use it for something positive. But I started recently rewatching. Game of Thrones, and I know I said a long time ago I wasn't going to do a podcast about Game of Thrones, which I'm not. Um, but a couple of things, I'm on, I just started season seven today, you know, thank you, 3.30 a.m., wake up for the additional episodes. But, um, you know, I had, there are things that I had forgotten, there are things that I think I missed when I watched it the first time. So I didn't have HBO at the time. We cut cable years and years ago, and I'm too cheap to pay for the monthly subscription for HBO. So, you know, once True Blood was done before that, I just didn't have an interest in getting HBO for anything. And I had resisted for years. Um, and finally, I had a coworker that constantly said, oh, I think you would love this show. It's really good. Right up your alley, something that I think you would like. And, you know, everybody in the world is talking about something. So at some point you're curious. And um, I bought, they had a, a box set, season one through five, and I just bought it. Sight unseen, just went for it. I figured this many people love it. I, I'm probably going to love it. So I remember I was, um, they were in the middle of season six filming or or maybe it was season six was airing. And I watched all of season five and all of season six and caught up before season seven. So then I watched seven and eight live as they, you know, as they were released. And so there were things that I don't know if I missed because I was trying to play catch up to try to get to everything finished before the new season started or 
I wasn't paying attention like I should have. You know, there are there are some shows you can have on as background and not pay much attention and still kind of catch on. There are things like soap operas that you can catch every 20 years and it's the same people talking about the same thing in the same scenario. I can still run through days of our lives for you. But this is one that, you know, perhaps I just didn't pay enough attention to the first time because I'm learning so many new things or I'm catching it earlier than I did last time. And I had a lot of fun with season eight. I had a I have a big dry erase board at my desk and you know, I had put all the remaining characters and who they were aligned with and and then I started guessing, you know, here was my guess for who's gonna make it to the end, who's going to live, who's gonna die, and who's gonna end up on the throne. And uh, I'm going to have to go back and find my photos to see how right I was. I was right about a lot of the characters and their fate. Um, I can't remember. I don't think I got the the actual throne part right, but I did get some of it right. But anyway, so as I'm rewatching now, um, I had forgotten how much buildup they put into the White Walkers and how I thought that that was you know, the big, big thing. And it seemed so anticlimactic. Um, you know, the the ending was great. And I guessed how they were going to die before it happened. But it was just so, you know, oh, my gosh, they're here, they're fighting them, everybody's running from them, and then poof, done. And it just, it, I don't know, it was just over. Um, I had almost forgotten how awful Joffrey was. I, I can't imagine what that um, that person playing Joffrey, uh, he apparently retired for quite a few years, a young kid. Um, apparently this year he's coming out in something new, which is the first thing he's done since Game of Thrones because he didn't, he realized money wasn't enough or not enough. It just wasn't the thing he was looking for. And I think the fame bothered him a bit. And, you know, when you play a character like that, you're probably typecast forever. And he's a young, young kid. So um, I can't blame him there. But I just forgot just how absolutely awful he was. Um, I loved how strong Sansa became. And when you watch it without the big breaks of seasons and things like that, and you just kind of watch one after another episode you can see the strength forming. And it's it's amazing to watch it that way. Uh, I still like all the separate stories, how everybody had, you know, I didn't feel like it was this giant cast. It just felt like, oh, we're checking in on this person, we're checking in on this person. And they all had their own tale to tell until the end when they all converged and then we had our ending. Um. And I also forgot what an amazing actor Elfie Allen was. And he played Theon Greyjoy. Um, the things that he had to endure as a character and the acting that he did was superb. He just did a phenomenal job. Um, I had forgotten how much I absolutely hated Euron Greyjoy. I still hate him. I'm watching now where he just appeared and I can't. Oh, it's so hard for me to watch it. Uh, but I also really liked how realistic the dragons looked. Um, I think as we get into later season seven and I know into eight, I know there were some hokey things with how it looked when they were riding the dragons. But in the initial season six, five, I think they look really good. And I really love that play between Tormund and Brienne. It's still some of my favorite 
the looks between the two of them, just hilarious. So, you know, those are just some of my some of my thoughts on Game of Thrones as I'm rewatching it, which is the first time that I've watched it since the show has ended. Um, it's not, you know, it's not the subject material you can just rewatch for fun. I think it's one that you have to commit to and watch it, see if you can pick up anything new, anything different. I probably will go back through the audiobooks after this again. I can't sit down and read these books. They're just too, I don't know. There's just something about it. I, I do like the audiobooks, though. Um, you know, since we're year how many now that we're waiting for the final book, George R.R. R. Martin, anytime now. So I was also reading this morning uh, that Disney has delayed Mulan. They didn't say indefinitely like they're never releasing it, but it's not on their calendar. And they've released their calendar through Avatar 5 or 7, or maybe it's Avatar 5 in 2027 or something. So, and it's not on there. And I'm not sure if they're just waiting for when they're going to get the go-ahead to release it or to open up the theaters again, because that's a movie that I've I really, really want to see. I actually, I'm not afraid to admit it, it actually brought me to tears when I was watching the um, the trailer uh, during, gosh, what was it? Downton, I think was the last, maybe that was the last one I saw in the theater. So I was looking forward to Mulan and the new Top Gun as, uh, you know, Top Gun, I think, it was a part of my childhood, and I played it way too many times, um, so I'm kind of sick of it, but I'm excited to see the next chapter. And a movie like that, going to the theaters, I don't think it gets better than that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing a couple of things, but now that everything has been delayed, I'm not sure what what we're looking at for, um, you know, for how this will impact those movies overall and their release dates and if it's just going to back everything up. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a sad thing to see so many different mediums being impacted by something that sounds as simple as, as a virus and becomes a pandemic. It just still blows my mind that here we are in August and I am staying home more than I'm leaving my house. Um, from last week, Friday, until not this week, but the following Monday, I won't have a need to leave my house at all. So I work from home for both jobs for this week, and then next week I'll be back in the office for my full-time job. But it's just crazy um, to think that we're not leaving our houses. So I'm getting through a lot of a lot of these shows and stuff kind of as background um, I'm going to start checking out some of the Apple TV shows. So if you have a, a favorite or a recommendation, shoot me a, a message, nerdgirlmusings at gmail.com, or you can go to my Instagram or even my, uh, my website, nerdgirlmusings.com, and let me know what you're watching on Apple TV Plus or if there's, um, you know, if there's something that you highly recommend. I know Defending Jacob is one that uh, I've started watching, and Mythic Quest is another show that I've actually watched that whole show. I do not like comedies, but this one, I think it was the subject being video games and stuff. I think that's what what really drew me in for that show. 
but I would love to hear what other shows people are recommending. Still waiting on The Next Handmaid's Tale and Stranger Things. Those are right around the corner. I hear they're filming. I know Carnival Row has picked up filming, but I don't know if they are stopping at the moment. Orlando Bloom is an expectant parent, so any day now uh, him and Katy Perry will will have their baby, so I'm not sure if they're taking a break for that, or I know he was in L.A. looking for his dog that was lost recently. So, um, you know, a couple couple of things going on there that hopefully we have coming out soon. Uh, it's a very different world for all of them as well, so um, hopefully we're able to get back to some sense of normality as far as just having shows to watch again that are new. But other than that, those are the big things happening in my brain, apparently at 3.30 in the morning. Hopefully this will not be a weekly occurrence, but uh, we're also going to be testing out um, Beachbody workouts. Uh, we're doing a membership for Beachbody.com just for the workouts. I'm not into the foods and things like that. I, I do my own thing there, but um, we're checking out those workouts. If you have a favorite one, let me know what it is. There looks to be a lot of good options, which I'm really excited about because I get bored really easily, and I'm hoping to just find something that clicks that I can get into. So I think that'll do it for today, and um, I guess I will talk to you all later. Be safe.